is Greg. I have muted, but as Greg is dealing with something right now. Um, hey guys, welcome to the Azure Show. Um, got about a half hour to burn before Greg knocks out, as we can see on stream. <laughs> I'm always tired. Yeah. Price pay for getting old. That is very true. That is very true. I can attest to that. I mean, that's the that I'm old, but definitely work has definitely been getting up there. Um, Dude, at least you got a job that you weren't fucking depressed at, so be happy about that. That's very true. Uh, well, I shouldn't that, do that. I shouldn't say that to you because I hate when I complain about my job. People are like, at least you have a job because I fucking hate that, so I shouldn't say the same thing to you. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I I could I could definitely point out to things that at my job where they wish they could have done better, but I'm not. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it is Thanksgiving time, and uh, I'm just kind of curious. What's your Thanksgiving plans for this next week? Well, at first I thought I was gonna be working. But I forgot that Thanksgiving is this upcoming week and not the next week. Mm -hmm. And I have Wednesday, Thursday off, and I need to contact my buddy because I always go up to his house for Thanksgiving. But um, this year, but day off, I think I can do it. Nice, awesome. Um, oh. Yeah, for me, uh, for me wise, I'm gonna be here for a week. I might visit a friend. Um, this week in I in Sacramento and and or in Daly City, but it all depends. Honestly, depends on a lot of things. Like with, if hopefully the clutter's up more, so I can be outside more, or just wear the mask. Um, but my plan for this next week actually is, um, chill, sleep, and work on oh stream, because I'm gonna do that a lot, and work on cosplay, because. I because I'm going because I'm gonna be going to anime Los Angeles in uh, early January and um, the stuff I have here I need to work on this week or this next week to get them down to get them done or as close as I can so I can bring with me down south. What I realized as I was planning this all out is like wait a minute, I do not have a stone machine down there, um, so I. Need to find a way to get a sewing machine or go to a friend's place down south to work on cosplays. I read somewhere you can rent one or you can go to a place to sew. So I'm not too sure, but I'll figure it out. But I'm trying to get as much done as I can up here to bring down with me. And my jacket. Put my jacket down too because it's, it's, it gets, it's getting kind of cold down south. Kind of. Not too bad like up here. This is Clip. I need to, I'm gonna try to watch this clip. Hang on, let me. <clears throat> I'll, I'll, I'll click it. I'll, I'll take the bullet. Oh, and there goes his face. There, there goes Greg's face. Probably end it on there because I. Oh, my camera's been fucking up. It's this laptop. Oh, motherfucker! Out, you asshole. <laughs> of course clip you. Is. Of course you would link that clip just because. It's it's the part where it says about horse sex, or that one clip. That we did long ago in the after show. Ten months ago. I'm waiting for it to load because it's taking it's so weak time on this laptop. <laughs> of course you would. Of course you would bring it up for there. Just because we're live, it's like, oh yeah, remember this clip? Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> that's whatever. It's whatever. I'm I don't care. Into it. I, I don't care. I do it for the entertainment and peoples. Speaking of which, now that I'm actually here, I'm gonna up. <laughs> Hold on, stop talking for just a second because I need to hear what, exactly what we said. I'll, I'll I'll play the clip on stream just to just, just for just for some content or uh, for I forgot context. about that. Probably edit on there because I'm. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, same here. 
So let's now go. that I've seen a giant horse dick, I'm hungry as hell. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing gets me more hungry than seeing a, a giant floppy. Stop, stop there, stop there. This is on the internet. <laughs> yes, but it's on our internet. <laughs> it's on our. Oh God. The things we say sometimes. I mean, I'm not complaining. That's just the price we we pay. So, you know, <laughs> hey. What's funny, what's really funny about it is, like, I, I say something arguably worse <laughs> than you are going to say, yet I try to stop you from saying what you were going to say. Yeah. We're a bad influence on each other sometimes. <laughs> uh... You can make a compilation that's just like weird shit streamers have said. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Abs absolutely. fucking literally. Or like, take this, what the streamer said out of context. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Basically. Um, and then and they present it to some mom that, that watches Fox News. Watch her freak out. <laughs> what, what, kind of, what kind of stuff are you, are you watching? What are you doing? And I, I got you, Blair. I got you. Mm -hmm. I think uh, for me, like I recently saw this. <laughs> I recently saw this thing where uh, a mom was trying to convince some some people on a news channel that um, Fortnite was like ruining her children, and. Uh, <gasps> And like the, the the male anchor was like he was actually arguing it in a really well really good way where he's just like you know you're sitting here saying that it's Fortnite's fault but you know if it was some other game wouldn't you be blaming it on that game instead like straight up throwing a wrench into her fucking argument yeah yeah and she was just like no I think it's Fortnite because of this and this is like no you you're picking on Fortnite because you don't like how video games are popular because you're old and don't care. Mm -hmm. Um, and then on top of that, like, it's popular, so it's an easy target. Yeah. It's the equivalent. Well, we've seen, we... All right, go ahead. We've seen that for years. Yeah. It's the equivalent of seeing somebody saying, basically saying, uh, old, old man yells at clouds. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh. Sorry about the cream that's um, do you remember uh, Jack Thompson? Oh, how could I forget? Yeah, I, I remember him. <laughs> yeah. The same shit. Yeah, basically. Same shit, different day. Yep. Yep, basically. Um. Oh, actually, Hank, do I still have that link? Actually, I want to go through that list myself. Okay. Uh, I want to give my quick gut reactions on that uh, nominees. So, oh, yeah. uh, game of the year, off the bat, Spider Man. Just these are just gut reactions from what I've. You no. Know, when you say gut reactions, well, we don't have to do gut reactions. We have more time, but um, is that who you think is going to win or who you want to win? I both. I think it. I guess both. I could. I could. I could definitely see it's between God of War and Spider Man. Like God of War is a fucking fantastic game. The story's really good. The the the, the art here's, is fantastic. Okay. But I so here's my argument. Here's my argument against God of War for Spider-Man. Okay. In favor of Spider-Man. With God of War, there's a lot of downtime between combat. And I'm not talking about puzzle solving. I'm not talking about dial or like cutscenes. I'm talking about like there are lots of moments where you and Atreus are just, or Atreus, 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 are just walking through locations. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying when you look at it to Spider-Man, a lot of what made Spider-Man so much fun was that a lot of those dialogue moments, you're swinging through the city and having fun swinging through the city. Okay. Getting from point A to point B. Mike, I definitely um, see that, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's just, to me... There's more to do in Spider-Man with dialogue than there was in God of War. 
it's it's gonna be interesting because like people can i feel like when it comes to these games but in particular god of war and spider-man like i feel like you're kind of choosing between two types of people like mm -hmm. it, yeah. it's two it's to each their own and like it, it's very hard to kind of pick one or the other they're both all of them are great fantastic games um well but, i like how I, I will say i do like how the game awards has the nominees get voted on because mm -hmm. it's it's not by like a panel of like seven old people who don't give a shit it's it's by like they they go and they, they're like all right games are right, like they pick out people who work at different, these different locations mm -hmm. um and there's got to be a list on their website of the people actually a good point actually hang on i i, I got the power let me let me look it up <laughs> Uh, let's see the game awards. Yeah, they, yeah, I knew there was last year. I actually talked about it on the podcast. We did actually. Yeah, there were uh, judges. Uh, let I me... think there's even some Funhouse people on there. Like Lawrence was a part of it. Uh, let's see. Uh... <laughs> the host advisory board okay here we go the game awards advisory helps guys in advance the mission of game awards oh no this is actually not again not the judges um this is just a board hang on what let's see it's not involved in the selection of the, of the award nominees or winners and learns the result of jury voting at the same time as the general public huh okay hmm I guess they have. I, I guess it's not listed here. Yeah, I don't see nothing on on who the judges are. I guess we're keeping it a secret this year. I'm looking to because you might be missing it. Because I know it wasn't easy to find when I. Hmm. Uh, Let me look up uh 2018 judges. Uh. No, I, 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 maybe, uh, oh, wait, hate on, is this voting jury? Interesting. Maybe they'll, uh, unveil it closer, because I, I do see the website, I do, but this is for, uh, or I do see the, the link. I'll pop, I'll pop it in chat. But, uh, where is where it? Where did that? There, here it is. So it's it's on the website. I remember it was hard to find last year too. Yeah, it's on the website. I put this post a link in chat. It is on the website on the, the twenty eighteen version, but it says the jury for twenty seventeen will include ballots from the following fifty one global media outlets. So I'm assuming maybe they'll they'll update that page for this year's. And they haven't they haven't really announced who's the judges yet, so that's my only guess. So all right, that's good to know. Blair just said, Blair just said that the uh, hyperlink is down to the judge page. It might be the same link I put. I, I... Let me check. Let's see. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking on the on his link. Same here. Uh, I'm going to go down to the bottom. I don't see anything. Hmm. Uh, I mean, are voting outlets given free or advanced copies? Uh, at the start of the internal credibility, they made our balloting deadline publishers. Okay, so yeah, there is a there is a jury. There just it seems like they haven't given that information of who it is or what out, which outlets. So, at least for what I've seen so far on the site. Uh, the game of, whoops, awards, hmm. list of, I was going to say, um, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to unveil it, unless it's already out there, which I, I, I can't find it, but it seems like they've done unveiled information yet, out yet, so. I don't know why it might not be out yet. 
Because you're still getting the okay by some people who maybe want to be anonymous. Good point. Very good point. Uh, okay. Good to know. Uh, let's see. So, okay. So, Spider-Man for me for best game of the year. Or game of the year. <laughs> uh, best ongoing game. Um, let's see. Between Destiny 2, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, and Tom Clancy. You know what? So, I'm going to say a game that I think is, has come around. I won't play it, but I think that uh, Loki has been getting support. Well, mm, yeah, has been getting some pretty good support. Um, no Man's Sky. So, I'm going to look at this list as well with you because it, this is the this is the best ongoing game, right? Yeah. Do you know why I said Fortnite versus the other ones? Uh, because Epic has a lot of money and they can kind of throw their weight around as far as like supporting the game in various ways. Yeah, but um, a lot of these other companies, like Epic has extra money. That's what they have. These other developers have plenty of money, uh, Siege and especially Overwatch. Um, however, weekly content literally weekly oh, content. yeah you're right you're right you're totally right on that very good point very and, very, very um, good point yeah so it's i i'm not saying that like i'm not saying that fortnite and the other ones or like their content's better i mean we've argued that i like i've already talked about how people are losing interest in overwatch because the content that's being provided is but Fortnite literally has weekly content. Okay, that is, okay. That's outstanding. Yeah, that <laughs> that 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 when Gosh. that that makes the most perfect sense. That makes sense. Best game direction: A Way Out, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption Two. Um. So. Hmm. So let's discuss this. Let's not just let's not just do, do knee jerk because I think that was fun for the podcast. But for this, we have more time. Mm -hmm. So when it talks about game direction, it's talking about well how the story is told and how it is cinematography wise, direction, acting, all that like a list of shit, right? Mm -hmm. So we know a no, uh, we know that a way out, Detroit Become Human. Both those games are heavy, heavy, heavy story, right? Yeah. Um, God of War, Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption 2 are story, but you can dick around in all three of those games and, and, and go away from the story. Well, I would, so much. I, I, I would say not as much you think in Red Dead Redemption 2 because if you are on a mission or on a story mission and you decided to venture off from from it, like say you're going from one end to the other and you decided to do like, you know, walk off to the direction, like it will give you the, hey, don't do this. And then at some point it will say like mission failed, essentially. So, so does Spider-Man. Doesn't That it? wasn't my point though, Anthony. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, it says you're leaving mission area is what it says. Yeah. But that's not my point. My point is, is that a way out and Detroit become human are literally story. Like you make small decisions while while stretching out a narrative. There is no exploration. There is no side quests that have that have nothing to do with the main story. But God of War, Spider Man, and Red Dead Redemption Two do have side stories. They do have side quests. Um, but now let's let's talk about how. Red Dead Redemption 2, Spider-Man, and God of War tell their story versus the other two. Right? Mm -hmm. First off, A Way Out, fantastic story. Terrible acting. Detroit Become Human. Okay acting, okay story. But again, both are straight narratives. God of War, Spider-Man, and Red Dead are all 
Well, I guess God of War is a semi-open world. Not entirely open world, but... Um, yeah. It kind of becomes more open world once you get the lake. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, um... Uh, but let's talk about their stories. You know, like, you have God of War, you know, it, it's Atreus and his, Atreus and his, and his dad trying to get to um, the Land of the Giants, which I can't remember that fucking name, um, and spread the ashes of his mom. What's Spider-Man's story? It's all over the place. Yep. Like, there is a kind of through, through plot, but who ends up being the final bad guy? Somebody who becomes a bad guy halfway through the game. Um, and not even halfway, like two-thirds of the way through the game. Um, but, I mean, that's comic book storytelling right there for you. Red Dead, Jesus Christ. It, it literally, at like halfway through the game, becomes an entirely new game. Mm -hmm. It does not have a direct story. So, for best direction, my argument is God of War. Did any of that make sense? Did you follow me on that? Yeah. Yeah. God of War is very strong and it never hits on all points. Um, so I, I definitely agree with you on that. It just stays on it stays on the tracks. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take deviations. It doesn't... But it still allows you to have fun outside of it. Like... Right, right. It's like it's like oh, we just stopped on the tracks right here. You can take a little detour and kind of check out the countryside, but right back to the tracks. You know, Spider-Man. Its train track for the story like takes a bunch of fucking turns and twists, while also stopping along the way. And Red Dead's just like, do you want to travel from LA to, to New York? Because that's how long the trip's going to be, with a <laughs> lot of stops in between. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. I've noticed that too with that game. Um, best narrative: Detroit Become Human, God of War, Life is Strange Two, Episode One, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption Two. Best narrative between these well, best stories. My argument kind of goes into this one too. Yeah, so you could easily say, say God of War, but like this is more story-heavy based category. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not talking like yeah. the last one had a lot to do with gameplay and yeah. how it runs. Um, but for story, for the story itself, um, I still think God of War. I really do because, like I said, it's it's you're never you're never confused about what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. From the get of the game, you know what they're trying to do. I have a like what's what's Spider-Man's thing? Take out this villain, then take out that villain, yeah. then take out this villain. I have a gut feeling that Detroit Become Human is going to win this. I don't want to it, and I believe that God of War should win it, but I have a gut feeling that it's going to become Detroit Become Human. Detroit Become Human is very much the same as other um, David Cage stories. I know. It's where there's too many there's too many like plot yeah. threads. Yeah. And you kind of have to pay really close attention to know which one is the straight well like is the one with Connor the main plot? Like, or is it the girl? Like, oh, it's just... good point. Very good point. Yeah, I I have a gut. And I haven't it. seen I haven't seen anything on Life is Strange, so I can't I can't wait. Yeah, I mean that I, that's true. We could be completely wrong, and Life is Strange ends up winning. Which hey, Life is Strange people really enjoy that game. Um, now, if I go off of my opinion on the first game, dude, like I didn't like it. So, but. Yeah. Thing. Uh, love it, so yeah. Best art direction: Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Return of Obra Dinn. I'm again. I, I kind of feel like I feel like kind of a, a uh, repeating record on here, but like God of War art is so good. Like that game just oozes. Like it's not the thing about it is like it is not particularly a setting or a color theme like you see in many other games they use the entire palette oh, it changes yes absolutely it because it takes place within uh the the fantasy realm of norse mythology they go to different realms and each realm has its entirely different color scheme mm -hmm. um assassin's creed odyssey it's it is pretty but it's it's on the same level of pretty as as uh 
um red dead redemption 2 yeah like it's this it's it's scenery based mm -hmm. because let's be honest when you get close to faces in either game you can see the uncanny valley oh yeah but but if you're looking at shit from a distance like just arthur morgan riding through the you know the wilderness or or um katrina is it cassandra 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 yeah riding through an area you're just like ah the scenery looks really pretty but it's the same it's arguably the same now if we were to go if we were to go like octopath traveler or return of Oberdin, they're meant to be artsy fartsy they're yeah. meant to be um categorically beautiful to our eye because we are trained that way but i would argue that octopath traveler isn't necessarily deserves to win this award just because their character designs are very much on par with just 8-bit rpg yeah um it's cool looking. Don't get me wrong. like it's, it's a very cool I like their game. yeah yeah i was gonna say i like their diorama set mm -hmm. where it looks like the pieces are a little like there's a shoebox and they're inside of it and you're just playing around in there that's great but mm -hmm. It's not. It's not terribly new. I've seen that with you know with uh, Paper Mario. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then Oberdin just has that. I only see uh, black and white movies in eight millimeter in the theater. God damn. <laughs> so I would argue God of War as well as my point. Same here. Same here. Best score: Celeste, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Nunakini Two, Octopath Traveler. Red Dead Redemption 2. I can't really... I'm not really... I mean... I mean, I'm, I'm not qualified for many things. But, like... At least in this category, I don't feel like I'm qualified to really answer that question. Except for, like, you know, what I've seen uh -oh. from God of War and Spider-Man. Other than that, I haven't, haven't really listened to the soundtrack of the other games. Yeah, I was going to say, Nino Kuni 2. I, don't, I can't really put my foot on that one because I haven't seen or heard anything of that game. <clears throat> um... Spider-Man is a classic superhero-esque symphony score. Mm -hmm. Kind of boring. Uh, Octopath Traveler, kind of boring 8-bit RPG sounds. Stuff you would hear in early Final Fantasy games. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Apparently I fucking choked on a spit there. Jesus. <laughs> What's wrong there, buddy? Red, Red, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2's entire score is, is inspired by spaghetti westerns. Yeah. Kind of boring. Nothing, nothing new. But... Here's the thing. You take God of War's soundtrack. And <clears throat> they just, uh, Bear McCreary did something very clever. He didn't just go, let's revamp God of War's music. He went, let's take the idea of Viking style music. Um, what is associated with Vikings nowadays, heavy metal. Um, mix that with past God of War music. That's supposed to be epic. See what we get. Then he changed that up with every realm that they went into. Like, it's really clever. However, however, as great as God of War soundtrack is, Celeste is just a little bit better. Because the narratives of Celeste... Have you played Celeste, Anthony? I have not. I know I should. I, I def It's definitely... Is a is a platformer. I've seen a spec run at uh, <clears throat> SGDQ, which I really enjoyed. So I definitely should get around to playing that game. Watching a speed run of it is a disservice to what the game is because I played it on easy mode, where you can't die and you have infinite like boost ability. The story is about this girl who has um, a lot of. A lot of mental illness. And I don't mean a strong mental illness. I'm talking about she has um, self-identity issues. She has anxiety. She has depression. Um, a lot of internal struggle that manifests itself as, a, as an enemy that tries to kill her. And it's not until the later parts of the game does she realize that she can't keep fighting herself it's not going to work. She has to work with herself to achieve her goals. It is a message that means so much to so many people who have played it all the way through. Here's the clever part. Each piece of music 
represents what Celeste is feeling. Oh, that's that's cool. That's really cool. That's why it deserves to win. <clears throat> mm, mm. That's really cool. Damn. Yep. I should play that game. How much is it actually? So like when you when you are when you are trying to get through an area that's really tough and you start to feel a little anxiety, the music is a little bit faster and it feels like you need to keep moving. Something's wrong and you and you just gotta keep going. When it's calm, it's great. Yeah, the music's calm. There's and it just like all over the board with that shit. It's so fucking brilliant. Hmm. I have to look into how much that game is. Actually, Valer, you're in chat. Tell me how much that game is. I might actually buy it tonight, depending on how much it is. Um, best audio oh, design. I switch, actually. Uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops Four, Forza Horizon Four. Uh, ha ha ha, Valer. Um, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, I'm just gonna go on a limb here and say that it's it's between Call of Duty and Forza Horizon Four for best audio. Um, just on an audio sense, just on just pure audio design. <clears throat> I, I mean, it, it's 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 easy to say Forza because they they had a thing to concentrate on. Um, there are so many different p potential things to fuck up on in the other games. So many things to fuck up on. That's true. I'll also point out that Call of Duty kind of was the, the king of that realm for, for at least early on when it came to audio design, especially in Call of Duty sure. 2. And that's kind of been their trademark for quite some time. So with Black Ops 4... I wouldn't be surprised if that was the same case again. Honestly, I, I see Forza winning it, but I think if it doesn't, Black Ops will win it. Yeah. People love their their cars, man. Uh, best performance. Mm. Brian Dietcher as Connor. Christopher Judge as Kratos. Ma Malisati Maha as Cassandra. Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan, Yuri Lanthral as Peter Parker. So I, I would want I would want Melissa um, Anthony to or um, or Yuri to win it because their characters are more broad. But I feel that Arthur Morgan, Kratos, and Connor are cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> the characters, yeah. not the actors. The characters yeah. are cardboard. Yeah, so. they they are. They definitely are. <laughs> um. I mean, don't like every every actor on this list did a phenomenal job with. Their oh, character. absolutely, absolutely. I think I think I definitely heard a lot of good. Um, I've heard a lot of good, uh, good talk about Cassandra from Assassin's yeah. Creed. But she's great because she's like the character itself, whether you play male or female, mm -hmm. um, is sarcastic but also like has emotion and it's just you know it's a great it's a great character but uh i was also thinking anthony i just i just fucking thought of this i don't know why hmm. i would be okay with christopher judge winning too because he is the first one to ever make kratos sound sympathetic yeah that that is something that I don't think in 2018 anybody would have said about Kratos if we're talking about Kratos of yesteryear, because what was Kratos' like personality or like his like just him? If you talked about Kratos back then, it was like Kratos is basically an angry, angry man about his family uh, being cursed on his body and him just killing gods. That was it. Like there was no. There was there was there was like no way you can really relate or sympathize with him. He was just the culture of that of that era of, of that type of character. Um, but with the God of War four game that came out and how his character developed and how it changed to what it used to be, even definitely in in scenes where like he's like kind of struggling to get up, it's like he's not as young as he used to or recover as fast. He's yeah, he's definitely <clears throat> has changed, and you can definitely see that. Like, it was one of the reasons why a lot of people jumped on God of War 4 is because, like, we gave a shit about Kratos. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So. It was, it, was, it was a different side to Kratos, and, and, and he did a really good job of bringing that out. I just, yeah. like, I'm sure Roger Clark has done a lot of great roles. Arthur Morgan is 
about as stoic and hard and hard as like any other cowboy character. Yeah. He he plays he plays the uh archetype super fucking well, but I just don't I mean, he didn't really bring anything super special to the role that I thought was outstanding and then Brian Deckard can only do so much with David Cage characters. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, side note, there <coughs> did you see the clip of a signing um uh, at a signing event uh, with uh, Brian Thatcher and uh, there was a um, a Hank cosplayer that was waiting in line and was about to go up and like Brian just got up and just was like oh my god Hank like he went up and hugged him it was just like oh wow that's awesome everybody in the audience was like uh, was just like aww because Connor ain't Hank so it was a really cool mm-hmm. moment it was a it was, it's a really cool clip if you can find it He's like, yeah, he's an amazing person. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah, my pick. Um, I would have to go with... I like I like Cassandra in this one. I could, I could definitely see her winning it. Uh, Games for Impact. Oh, I'll take that back. It was, actually, this was actually a category we could have actually uh, picked on. My bad. I misread. That was the other category I was thinking of. Games for Impact. Were, sorry, were games were... Um, they meant something, or like it was, a, it was like a message was was uh, was uh, was in it. So, uh, okay, we can choose, we both can choose these actually. So, eleven eleven memories retold. Uh, Celeste, Florence, Life is Strange two episode one, the missing JJ Macfield and the Island of Memories. Uh, <clears throat> so I don't know anything about. Um, the missing or Life is Strange or Florence or Eleven Eleven members you told. So default Celeste. I don't. I yeah. I mean default Celeste. I mean I'm sure these games deserve to win, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know the message within them, and that's the point of Games for Impact. You know, absolutely. Do do they mean something to people? Do they have an impact? Do they like have they helped some people? And I know that Celeste has, but I don't know that the other ones have. Right, right. I know Life is Strange. One help people, but I did uh, Life is Strange two help people. So, yeah, I'm kind of same with you. Like I, I, I kind of had to mice myself out of this category just because I'm haven't played these games or haven't like really watched it close enough to really give an opinion. This this one I can actually best independent game, Celeste, Dead Cells, Into the Breach, Return of Oberdin, and The Messenger. Fucking, I played three of the five. The messenger is so fucking good. God, I I, I want to play the game so badly. Oh man, but also um, so so. I would argue. I would still argue that Dead Celeste is the best of them. Um, I love the messenger. Don't get me wrong, but the problem with the messenger is that after you get to a certain point, which is basically like it just it, it is a platform game. Mm-hmm. It then turns into a. Um, like an open world kind of exploration sort of game. And you have to collect all these coins. And I don't know, it's just like halfway through the game, it kind of loses its steam. Um, it just loses its, mm, its pacing. I see. Uh, De- Dead Cells is fucking great. But oh, it's yeah. like... Absolutely. Dead Cells to me is fast-paced um, uh, Rogue Legacy. Played it. Hey. But... Nothing wrong with them. <laughs> I, I mean, you're not... I, I guess, but... Uh, Um, but Celeste has that message. Celeste has a very unique play style, mm-hmm. uh, platform puzzle-ish sort of thing, and I just adore it. So yeah, I would also throw I would also throw an Into the Breach is a really good game. I've I've yet to play it, but like it is a it is a strategy. What is that game? It's a strategy game. It is a it's the same guys who made FTL. Um, they made oh okay yeah they made this. It's it's on the Switch actually. You can you can get it. It is a strategy game where. Um, you go by a grid system, kind of like a all squares, and you choose where your your mech your your mech is going to fight these other monsters. And uh, I'm not too clear on like on the details. It's been a while since I've seen it or people talk about it. But like as far as I remember, when it comes to Into the Breach, um, you basically end up dying and you come back and you 
get I can't remember. Like it's a good game. <laughs> I, I just like all I remember is like people were talking about it's like a really good game and it's something I would really get into myself. It's like a it's kinda in a way like Advance Wars in a way. I don't know. I have to look I have to, I have to go back and check it out. But like it's it's a good game. I suggest to check it out. If there's a demo for it on Switch, you definitely if you're into strategy games, that is that's Is there a demo on the Switch? If there is, definitely try it out. Um, but my vote here is Dead Cells because the game is so good. Like, and and well, I should I should really go in detail more. That the game is good because um, there is a gr the game is definitely centered around a rogue uh, rogue like or rogue Castlevania like, which is a first of its kind. Um, and uh, you know the the game always changes where the enemy placements are for the most part, or sort of like where you're going from one one into another um your character is always evolving from where you start to where you are at the end game and you get more powerful as you go through uh in, in any okay, i would can i can i make a can i can i do something for you can yeah I do something with you yeah i'm going to i'm gonna counter something on you okay play devil's advocate here okay we've had castlevania games right yeah, we've we had have. we've had roguelike games Yes, we have. Mashing the two together doesn't necessarily make a completely new game. However, Celeste is entirely different. I'm not saying Dead Cells is bad by any measure. I'm just saying Dead Cells isn't as good as Celeste. Because it's, it's similar shit. Not shit, similar stuff. I was about to say, I would have smacked you. Um, <laughs> virtually. Um, and I would now would counter, so then what... We had games like Celeste in terms of, like, platformers. What... What, what makes you Celeste... What would make so, in, in, terms of, in terms of platforming, not story-wise. Like, story-wise, there's a different, a meaning, uh, deep, meaningful message I personally, that. I personally haven't played a puzzle platformer that had the same control scheme as Celeste. I haven't. If you have, please let me know what it is because I haven't. Hmm. Okay. What? what what's the? What's the? How is the? How is the controls layout for Celeste? Because I haven't played it. Well, first off, it also has a upgrade system, so you can hang on to walls a little bit longer. You can extend your hitbox so that you can take more hits. Um, you can uh, change it so that way you have a double jump. Um, but when you enter an area, it's a box and then you have to try to figure out how to get through that box, uh, by using clever physics based, uh, puzzles or, um, you know, just being quick on your feet and thinking about it. Um, whereas dead cells is very much like Castlevania or rogue legacy where you get through an area, kill all the enemies as fast as you can. Or just try to get through the area as fast as you can to get to the boss, mm -hmm. to get to the end. Mm -hmm. um, with Dead Cells, I can mindlessly play that game. I can't mindlessly play Celeste. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I was going to say, when you're talking about like if any other game uh, that is similar to Celeste, control-wise, or if that matter... And the first thing that came up to mind was, you know, I want to be the guy or um, Boshi. It's like the first thing I, I can think of. It's not like those games because those games are just platformers, just simple platformers. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a game out there that I, I'm not thinking of that is like, a, like a, a, an example of what Celeste is platforming wise. But the fact that you can't think of it this fast says a lot. Says a lot more than you think it doesn't. That's true. Although um, the boys that says that said about me though, like, <laughs> like, well, okay, I take that back. I, my, I, I, I podcast games for ten years, so like I should know this. <laughs> so yeah, no, you got Again, me there. You got me there. <laughs> I want to make it very clear. I, I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying that Dead Cells sucks because it doesn't suck, but like it deserves to be on this list. And there's a reason that we're arguing between Dead Cells and Celeste. Yeah, absolutely. They're two of the best games on the list. Mm -hmm. I'd just like to point out that uh, 
I think Celeste is just a better game in general. I will I will say this on on Dead Cells on on my point on why I think it should it should win this this category, and you know, uh, this what's what's we're looking for disclaimers note, um, uh, Motion Twin did give us a early copy of Dead Cells and they we did do a sponsor stream. That was the first game we actually played on. What's on tap? Long ago, so. Okay, yeah. yeah, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, I have never played no, Dead Cells. I think Dead Cells. You know, you want to talk? We want to talk about the positivity of Dead Cells, Anthony. Like, um, I've gotten a bunch of people to play the game. A lot of people who played the game just go, "It's super fucking addicting. It's a lot of fun." And I don't feel like that when I lose my cells that I'm I'm like losing too much. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, the uh, I will I will say that with Dead Cells, I have never. I never had a point of, of saying that I want to speedrun a game and Dead Cells has has definitely given me like that that urge or that really wanting to do so and I and I you know I, I have given it thought to speedrun a game here and there but Dead Cells is definitely the game that has given that has tempted me the most um, just because that game, I really enjoy playing. The movement, the, the combat system is fantastic. Uh, you could play it very fast. You can be very slow as well. Like, there's a lot of things I really enjoy. Buy, buy, buy and play Celeste, and then and then we can have this conversation in further detail. But all right, as of right now, as of right now, I feel like it's a game you have to experience firsthand in order to really have this conversation. That's and I've true. experienced yeah. both in quite detail, so that's true. Um, that's the reason I'm saying that. But anyway, we should definitely move on because I'm getting tired. <laughs> okay, best mobile game: Donut County, Florence, Fortnite, PUBG Mobile, Rain, Game of Thrones. Uh, I'm gonna say just because it's the most popular game in the world, it's probably gonna be Fortnite. It'll probably be Fortnite. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Best VR game, Astrobot, Beat Saber, Firewall, Zero Hour, Moss, and Tetris Effect. I'm gonna go out on a limb here because it has it has recently been it's recently been been, uh, been talked about, but it's also the fact that the person who composed and worked on Luminous worked on this. I'm going Tetris Effect. That is a fucking great game. Well, I'm sure it's a great game. I just don't think it's going to win. I think it's going to be Beat Saber. I... I There's would... a few reasons. I think uh, uh, Beat Saber is more popular. Um, I've heard a lot of good things. Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. Tetris Effect is going to be good. Now we're going to be picking up pretty soon. <laughs> I, I say that and uh, I kind of defeat my own, my own argument. Um... Now, Tetris Effect is really good. Like the, the music, the way that the levels, uh, the, or the way the levels look is fucking fantastic. Um, I understand. Okay, I get you. I get you. I'm sorry. I, I sorry. I have a hard bone for Tetris Effect. So I also, <laughs> I also watched fucking uh, uh, Elspeth play Moss, and that game is fucking adorable and awesome at the same time. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I, I really do think it'll be Beat Saber that wins. Uh, because it's it's a really stellar fucking rhythm game that works super well with VR. So mm, that's true. I will throw it there. I've been hearing a lot of good talk about Astrobot recently. So um, if people are saying I, like, I haven't heard it. I haven't heard a goddamn thing about Astrobots. So. Oh, I've been hearing. Uh, what was it? I was listening to Giant Bomb and uh, Dan Raggard, um has went out and said like Astrobot is possibly the best VR game he's played thus far. And that's kind of hard wow. to say nowadays but that's high praise how praise about astrobot and i've been kind of been hearing almost the same thing from other people from other gaming outlets as well so but uh i for my from my money i would definitely put on tetris effect if i was a betting man i would put it on tetris effect uh best action game call of duty black ops 4 dead cells destiny 2 forsaken Far Cry 5, and Mega Man 11. I think Black Ops is going to win this one. Yeah, I could, I won't be surprised. 
I really want. Mega I don't think I don't think any of the games are bad on this list. No. And all of them deserve to win. Mm -hmm. I just think I think Far Cry Five isn't necessarily as much of an action game as it is just an exploration game. Yeah. Call of Duty is definitely an action game. Dead Cells is a hundred percent an action game. Mm -hmm. Destiny can be an action game. <laughs> it mostly is an action game. Um, Unless you're not sitting in the tower dancing. Mm -hmm. And Mega Man 11, as much as I appreciate being on the list, it's a much slower Mega Man than I think most people are used to. Yeah. I, I would love Mega Man 11 to win this category, but I think it's going to be Black Ops. So. Yeah. 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 We, uh, could, be, we could be completely surprised, too. Oh, so. yeah. Absolutely. Hey, first, first we're wrong in, in a very happy way. But like, yeah. All right. Awesome. Best action adventure game, Assassin's Creed. God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, yeah. It's action adventure. It means that it's like you're, you're exploring, you're going around, you're, you're having fun while you're exploring. And I think Spider-Man is the antithesis of that. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. In, Assass in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you do have an open world. But at the same time, there's places you cannot explore because there's enemies that are so fucking high powered or high level that you just can't do anything against them. Um, but not so, not not so in in Spider-Man. You can go from one side of Manhattan to the other in the very beginning of the game. So yeah, like absolutely. Um, I would say that Red Dead is an adventure game. Oh man, <laughs> I, would, I would consider it action. I feel like Red Dead is a te a test of your patience. Like, it is... It can be. It can be. <laughs> yeah. It depends on what you're looking for in a game, too. That's why I don't consider it action. I don't think that Red Dead is any anywhere near the word action as, for some reason, it is in this category. It's an adventure, but it's... No, not action. Yeah. And Tomb Raider... Tomb Raider, I wouldn't... It's definitely an action-adventure game, but Shadow of the Tomb Raider isn't as good as the previous titles by a long shot. Yeah, so. yeah. Best role-playing game, Dragon Quest Eleven, Monster Hunter World, Nino Kuni 2, Octopath Traveler, Pillars of Eternity 2. Uh, I'm going to agree with you again. Like Monster Hunter World, I think, is going to take this. Not, and the yeah. reason being is because the previous Monster Hunter games has never um, really hit it big in the U.S. It's always been huge in Japan, but it never uh, crossed over to the U.S., um, as big as it was in, in Japan, Monster Hunter World changed that, and it was very successful for both Japan and U.S. Um, and I is, agree. is, I believe, the most selling Capcom game thus far in its history. So, yeah, yeah. Best right, one. fighting game: Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, Dragon Ball Fighters. Soul Calibur 6, Street Fighter 5 Arcade Edition. Now, here's my question for you before you choose. You've all played right. all, th all four of these games, right? Um, I played Soul Calibur. I played Dragon Ball. I played Street Fighter. I have not played Bla uh, Blaze Blue, but I have, I've seen enough. You've played a Blaze Blue, just not specifically cross-tag battle, right? I have, well, you know what? Actually, I did for a little bit, but I was back in college. But I was like Blaze Blue... Cor Crosma is one of the one of the versions of it, um, but I, I have I have seen enough. I have a good idea of what it is. I, I actually enjoy watching Blades with Cross Tag Battle. It's actually really fun to watch. Um, out of all the games, out of all the games, which do you think? And then you got to put this in category. You got to put this perspective. Mm -hmm. Control wise, play like fun wise, like um, for both casual and hardcore, mm -hmm. um, and uh, audience draw. Which which game do you think has the best? Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay, yeah, all right. That's why that was my thought process too. Yeah, because I saw this list and I was like, when Dragon Ball Fighters came out, like it was one of the top games on like being played, but also sold a lot on Steam. At least when it came to the PC version, um, it it definitely broke some record. And not to mention that Dragon Ball already has a very big uh, casual appeal. And combine that with a game that a lot of people have been wondering. A lot of people have been asking, like, if there was a good Dragon Ball fighting game, like, what would that look like? And this was it. And Dragon Ball yeah. is definitely in, definitely now. Uh, 
I want to say it's easy to pick up and at least learn our auto combos and Dragon Ball Fighters, but it's also even if you're not wanting to pick up the game and learn, like just from a watching this perspective, like it is two things. It's it's definitely has that Dragon Ball appeal, and like it's like the anime, and also there's like, three there's three fucking campaigns, and two of which are hilarious. Oh, I forgot. Yes, absolutely. The story mode is actually good. It's actually really fun. Because the first story mode is like it's it's the story and it's how everything happens and and plays out and works, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, uh, the second one, the villain one, is fucking just straight comedy. It's great, and then the last one is just absurdity, and it's make that's what makes it funny. So yeah, it's great. Um, best family game: Mario Tennis Aces, Nintendo Labo. Overcooked 2, Starlink Battle for Alice, and Super Mario Party. I am going to say Super Mario, Super Mario Party. As contradiction as that is. <laughs> because we know Super Mario Party has... I mean, well, Mario Party in general has always been the opposite of, like, dividing people. But actually, from my time playing it at Extra Life... Uh, not Extra Life. Um, uh, during the Extra Life Marathon... It was a lot of fun, even though like it was obviously we're, we're fighting it or we're playing against each other. Um, it was a pretty, it was a good Mario Party. All the all the mini games were really fun to play, and there wasn't a moment where I felt bored at all playing that game. It was a lot of fun. So my votes on Super Mario Party. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think the only other one that could win in this category is Labo. I was wondering if you're gonna choose Labo for this category because, like, I know you said. Uh, oh, here, here's here's my thought process. I think Labo is great, but mm-hmm. it's expensive, and oh, it takes true. up a lot of space. There's a lot of build. Like that was, I had more fun with it building the stuff than I did playing with it. Mm. Um, but when you talk about family, like, I think it's a really good, like, just thing to do with your kids. So absolutely. Best... But I think Mario Mario Party's just more entertaining oh yeah definitely definitely easy easier to set up and play mm-hmm. my um, party uh best strategy game <laughs> battletech frostpunk the banner saga 3 valkyrie chronicles 4 oh in, into the breaches one from here too um i have to exclude myself from this category i will say though that the two games or three games on here that i think are really good and i actually intend to play them um, Frostpunk is a really good game. Into the Breach, again, it's a really good strategy who, game. Who do you think might win? This question. I'm going to say... God. I think it's going to be Into the Breach. I think okay. I think it's going to win the category. I uh, Like, Underdog, I would love to see the Banner Saga 3 win. Banner Saga series is very, very underrated. Uh, best, uh, best sports racing. Eh, I'll probably just skip this. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that honestly, one of the soccer ones is going to win it. Yeah. Best multiplayer game. Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Fortnite, Monster Hunter World, Sea of Thieves. It's probably going to go to Fortnite. But I yeah, would, realistically, yeah. it probably will go to Fortnite. I would... Like I said, they're doing, they're doing weekly content, weekly updates. Yeah. Like, there's just a lot to do. I mean, I think the the uh, the other one that could possibly win if Fortnite doesn't win is Black Ops. I would have said uh, Monster Hunter World, just because of like how how big an effect it had on both U.S. and Japan, and has never well Japan always would like has how big an effect it has in the U.S. and has never happened before. But as a judge you don't put that into you don't put that into the into the play you you just you just think about it from the perspective of it of it as a game mm. i would i would i wouldn't do that i would i would feel like i'm not doing it the, the right service All right because here's the thing the category says for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences introspective and uh, of game genre nothing to do with how it how well it did or how popular it was. Right. I okay. I could definitely see that point. Because I would, realistically, if that was the case, then see if these wouldn't be on here because it did great in its first week and then people stopped playing it and kind of shit on it because it was there was nothing to do. No. Yeah. Good point. So. Very good point. 
uh best student game you can skip that because yeah i have no idea about any of these games mm -hmm. best debut indie game uh donut county florence moss the messenger and yoko's island express i already I want know yoko to win but what do you, who do you think's gonna win donut county okay I really think Donut County is going to win. Um, I think a close second might be Messenger. Mm, yeah, I feel the same. I feel like if, if it's not Donut County, it will be, it will be the Messenger. Uh, or I want yeah. Yoku to win. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We shall see. Uh, best esports game. I'm going to go with you with Overwatch because Overwatch is a lot more f fun to watch. <laughs> not to... <laughs> I think well, when you look at when you look at CS:GO, Dota, Fortnite, and League of Legends competitive scenes, the views aren't the views might be high on Twitch, but they're not anywhere else. Nobody yeah. cares about it anywhere yeah. else. Fortnite's or not Fortnite, but Overwatch League itself not not like the World Cup per se, but the Overwatch League itself. You know, it's been on ESPN and ABC and Disney XD, mm -hmm. and when it's going on you see number spikes in overwatch players yeah i would i i i do watch dota 2 but only for the international like every year and it's always fun to watch um but uh, yeah i mean overwatch is definitely a much more friendly game to watch than these other ones in my opinion um although it does get hectic at times but yeah i would be overwatch uh best esports player i mean like we already, already said you know sonic fox <laughs> so but, yeah, I was looking at the list because I didn't catch you say J I didn't hear you say Jay Jonak, and and I would also argue that Jay Jonak is just as up there. Mm -hmm. That might be bias. Like the next the next category, uh, London Spitfire is my bias. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Um, I would I would say between eh, yeah the only pair members I only know two of these teams honestly, like London Spitfire and uh, OG. That's the only players I, teams I know, so I can't really vote per se and i can skip esports coach because i don't have a context for any of these play uh people except for uh kristen out of og yeah yeah uh esports event we, we agreed on that one yeah like don't get me wrong like i love watch e watching evo the international is always fun to watch too as well and also overwatch league um but evo is just it's kind of made for that <laughs> like it's made for yeah. those moments so and and again, it's very easy to, to follow. Even if you're not a fighting game fan, like you see, like you know, one player is losing more health than another one, and can they throw a, a, like a punch before they die? So, uh, esports house, eh, skip that. Um, esports moments. Um, since I have a bit more knowledge with uh, Dota Two, um, between Dota Two and Evo, I'll still probably give it to Sonic Fox, just because of like how how big of a change that was during the set and you never see Guichi that pissed off in in any context he's always yeah. having fun in tournaments and smiling when you saw him like when he was when sonic fox was trying to do the role he just gave him the death stare like hardcore mm -hmm. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, absolutely like sonic fox again he he it wasn't intentional to, to, to ice him, but it was definitely a, a strategy. I mean, arguably, I throw this out there. Like everyone says, he was icing, he was icing Goichi, but realistically, he would have iced himself too, because the downtime was for both players. I I would say that, but no, actually, no, I take that back. No, 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 no. It was icing Goichi, but not Sonic Fox. And here's the reason why: is that if you are in that. If you were in that mindset, if you gain your ass kicked, you're, you're literally just lost 3-0 to Goichi. Taking the time to kind of recollect yourself or to, to kind of, in a way, just kind of restart your mind for another set does does help. Not, it doesn't work all the time, but it does help. Um, and momentum is a huge thing in fighting games, especially in, in, in this set. And... It definitely benefits on the Fox in the end. Um, and if if it did affect if 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 this if 
Sonic Fox would have lost, then it's a mute point. A mute point. Um, but this definitely uh, benefit. Well, you and I both know, first and foremost, just throwing this out here, that Sonic Fox's intention was to not ice Goichi. Oh, absolutely, yeah. He, 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 he <clears throat> put it out there. He, like, that was not his intention. But my argument, Anthony, is that both players um, had the same downtime, meaning that both had time to recollect their thoughts and recollect themselves, um, put them on the same playing field. So if, let's say, Goichi did get iced from that situation... Um, let's say Goichi's here and Sonic Fox is here. Mm -hmm. By doing what they did, they're now here. See what I'm getting at? Right. I would also say momentum was huge, though, and, and that. I'm would... not disagreeing with you in that fashion. I'm just pointing out that the term the term to ice is to cool someone down. Um, but Sonic Fox was in the finals, and if he's warmed up as well, which he should have been, then he iced himself a little bit too. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. It does make sense a little bit. I I see what you're saying, but like I think I'm I'm, I'm I guess I'm, I'm still thinking I, it's more of a sports thing, like because the momentum of one player was doing so well against the other player, but then you know. I'm like, not saying Goichi wasn't iced. I'm just saying that Sonic Fox also iced himself a little bit. Yeah, but be but be icing himself is what he needed. Like he needed yes. to recollect himself. Ab absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, the oh okay. So the content creator of the year, I didn't realize it was a community award. So it looks like it might be a a voting thing with that. Mm. Um, I outside of Ninja, I don't have really context of these other content creators. I know I should. Actually, I probably should look up these other people actually just to see what they're all, all, all they're about. Yeah, but can't, I'm gonna disqualify myself on choosing that category. Yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> I'll say this: I like Content Creator of the Year much better than what was it? What was what was it? What was it called? Like the oh, the um, influential gamer. Yeah, like I I I like this much at least this title much better than you know what they're using previous years, so. I enjoyed that. But there you go. There are our more thorough thoughts on all the categories for the Game Awards. Yeah. Um, but I would like to end this because I am tired. All right. So, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the after show. Um, and uh, as far as like, when the next podcast would be, uh, TVA, um, it all depends on the scheduling for both of us. Um Actually, wait, what's today? Today's Saturday, right? Oh, wait, I'm still here. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see what happens in next week. Or this week. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll figure shit out. We'll figure uh, I was going to say, next, next Saturday I work. Next Saturday and Sunday I work 3 p.m. to 10.30, so. Okay. Well, we'll definitely have to figure out something, but it won't be next weekend. <laughs> yeah. Or if we do, it'll be super late and just recorded. That's very true. Very true. So, so yeah. So that's going to do it for us, guys. So thank you for stopping by. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.